Hey everyone, it's Carlos from Ridley Speak Podcast. Thank you for joining. For you returning listeners, thank you for joining. And if you're a first time listener, thank you for taking the time to come listen to my show. I really appreciate that. Hey, last episode, we talked about what is your calling? And I got a lot of feedback from people that said they were, it was very inspirational just to hear that there's somebody out there that would speak upon, you know, callings or passions that they have. And, you know, some people weren't quite ready yet to do some of those things, but they said, hey, we're very close or I'm very close and I'll be reaching out to you. You know, you gave the, the, the sign that you would try to help or you would help people that were looking to start uh, maybe a foundation or do something that they are very passionate about. So uh, I thought it was a good, a good show uh, to really start getting people to think about what is it that they really want to do and what they're passionate about and not put themselves uh, in front of themselves as the roadblock to stopping them from obtaining those dreams, those passions that they had for their calling. And, you know, I wanted to make sure that, you know, you all can find me on the different channels, um, Google Chrome, Podbeam, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon, Music Podcast, uh, see some other things, Firefox, Google Podcasts. There's just a lot of different methods that you can reach me by or listen to my podcast. And that's the one true uh, social media platform that I'm really pushing is the YouTube channel which is Ridley Speaks. Look that up. We really want to get into and engage in conversation uh, via the comments. Uh, so if you're not a subscriber on YouTube channel, please do so. Uh, I really want to have engaging conversations after these podcasts to really push the needle on a lot more of what I'm trying to do and what I'm trying to discuss. And I think it'll be great to engage with listeners uh, and see what their side of the conversation is. Do they agree? Do they don't agree? Uh, and so that's what I'm looking for. Hey, it's about that time. Let's get to it. All right. Thank you for joining Ridley Speaks. I'm your host, of course, Carlos Ridley. Today, I want to talk about adversity. Adversity. So what is adversity? Well, in a dictionary, the dictionary basically says that it's uh, misfortune, Right. Um, bad luck, trouble, difficulty, hardship, you name it. And in our lives, we deal with adversity a lot. Sometimes it's, it's not our own doing. It just comes up. And then others, other times that it is our own doing. We make up the adversity. Sometimes we know and sometimes we don't know. Sometimes we create adversity to shield some other thing that we're dealing with or that we don't want to deal with. And it becomes a roadblock. And I want to focus this conversation on not necessarily how we avoid adversity or conquer adversity, but can we even acknowledge and be real with ourselves about adversity and if it's real or not, or if we actually create it or not, and then why. And so, you know, at its simplest forms, we can say adversity in our lives. Um, you know, let's let's do something simple: sports. You know, I, I played sports. Uh, was fortunate enough to play sports in college. But think about this: you know, you're 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 in a game, and 
you're not getting to play. And then you start making up reasons why you're not playing. Or this guy's playing more time to me and everybody knows I'm better than him. And why doesn't the coach let me play? Oh, he must like him more. Or he likes him better. Or he thinks he's better than me, which we know he's not. Or is the coach just doesn't like me. He doesn't like my game, even though it's better than most of the people on the team. And I'm getting scrap minutes. And then we take that and that becomes adversity. Well, I'm going to prove to him and everybody else that they don't know what they're talking about. And so we'll use that adversity as some type of fuel for engaging in you're wrong, I'm right. And in this example, it would look like, oh, wait till practice tomorrow or the next day. Wait till practice. I'm going to show them. And then you amp up your performance because you feel like they're wronging you and you're going to show them because it's just they're not seeing what what you're seeing. And so you create this adversity. Now that might be a, on a lighter side. Um, we are in the month of Black History Month. And I think back to some of our civil rights leaders, mainly uh, Dr. Martin Luther King. When we talk about adversity, <laughs> we really talk about adversity. I'm just going to use this as an example. Here is, or here was, a man that wanted equal rights for everybody, mainly people of color in this country. And I think about real adversary, adversity uh, in his life, what he went through. And I try to push that to this day and age and what we consider adversity versus what like someone like Martin Luther King or people in that, that era, which would be my parents, my grandparents, my great-grandparents, okay? who kind of came up through that era of civil rights and all the things that were going on in the country during that time and what people like Dr. Martin Luther King was trying to accomplish and the adversity of not only just being a person of color in this country during that time, but trying to fight establishment at the same time while being beaten bitten by dogs, water holes by the police, um, slandered, uh, wiretapped by the FBI. And that's just a few things, right? But those are kind of uh, the highlighted things. And all that coming at him and others like him and to not necessarily like he didn't have bad days or he didn't want to give up, but that level of adversity in one person's life, taking on the challenge of, I'm going to be this beacon of light for all people. But right now we're just talking about people of color who don't have the same rights as, as everyone else, meaning white America. And just dealing with it. And just, and just dealing with it. Not letting that stop the mission that he was on. And I think about my own life and what I consider adversity, and it becomes so trivial and small when I think about it. When I think about if I try to compare what I've gone through or what I'm going through to what something like 
Dr. Martin Luther King, others in that generation, and I can throw my family in there, my mom, my grandparents, my great-grandparents, and what types of adversity they went through and how they dealt with it. Now, I don't know everything. I don't know everything that you know my family or people back then went through. But I can guarantee it, it is not as tough now as it was back then based on what they were doing, what they were going through. Where the real fear of people snatching you up, killing you, maybe hanging you or burning down your house or whatever. And it's just amazing how they persevered through that. And what that looked like, what what would that look like today if I was faced with what they had? Now, some of you would say, well, that's still going on today. And I would challenge you that it's not in that fashion with that severity. But what I will say is, how do you overcome something that seems like it will never end? How do we place ourselves in the mindset of someone like Dr. Martin Luther King, who said, I don't care what you throw at me. I don't care how many fire holes, how many police beat downs, how many times you throw me in jail, how many N words you call me, how many times you might try to burn my house down. I will not let this adversity stop me. And the only thing that will stop me is if you kill me, which ultimately is what happened. But he was willing to put his life on the line for the mission of equality. Think about that for a second. Think about in our daily lives, what we call roadblocks, resistance, bad luck, trouble, difficulty, hardships. Are you willing to give your life for it, knowing that that could happen? And if you say no, and it's okay. If you say, no, I'm not willing to give up my life for this trouble that I'm going through. Then you're admitting that you're spending too much time on it. You're spending too much time worrying about it. Think about this. Let's take a look at, uh, let's use relationships as an example. Okay. Just in general. We have relationships with our family, our friends, co-workers, our significant others, girlfriends, boyfriends, husbands, wives, etc. And in those relationships, there might be some difficulty there. There might be some adversity there that is blocking you from really opening up and creating great synergies with those persons or people or groups. And so we do one or two things, and there's probably more, but let's just focus on a couple. Adversity hits, we either run from it and don't want to deal with it. We cover it up and act like it's something else. 
or we stay and fight. And when I say fight, I'm not talking the physical. I'm talking the mental. We we really want to conquer whatever adversity it is. And we've all probably gone through each and every one of those steps. I, I know I have. I know I've had adversity, ran away. I know I've had adversity and made up something that it was and it really wasn't. And then I've had adversity where it's like, no, I'm going to stop. I'm going to drop and roll and I'm going to plant myself and figure out what's really going on and then conquer it. And conquering adversity doesn't have to be this big blown out confrontation. But what it does require is for you to accept that whatever adversity is, it might be difficult. It might be hard. There might be some misfortune in there. The term of resilience in the face of adversity. How are you going to be remembered during this time? So you can have adversity at work, you can have adversity at school, you can have adversity in your relationships. You can have adversity and looking yourself in the mirror and that adversity is punching you right back in the face. And we tend to not let the power that we have to conquer come through because, you know, you don't want to waste time. You don't have enough time. It's not important. You don't care. Have any of you ever said that? I don't care. It doesn't make any difference. Whatever. We do it all the time. I do it all the time. And it's leaving us less powerful. Leaving us less impactful. Because in the face of adversity, you have to be willing to shed layers sometimes with yourself and really get to the core of the issue or the circumstance. I think back on my life as a youth and kind of how I necessarily grew up, but some of the situations that I was in um, as a, as a kid, you know, being, uh, son of a single mom, raising me on her own struggles that we've had, that we had, and a lot of adversity, just, just a lot of different things. And I knew that as a, as a kid, of course, as a kid, I'm not knowing what adversity really means and things like that, but I knew that there were things that kind of stood in the way, right? And kept us from kind of getting to where we wanted to get. Now, some of that was self-inflicted. And some of it was just, that's just the way it is. And over the years, I just, I, I even as a kid growing up, I was like, I'm not going to let any of this stuff stop me. One day, I'm going to be somebody, right? We have that that thing in our heads that, like, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna be somebody. I'm gonna make sure. I'm gonna buy my mom a big house. She's never gonna have to work again. Those type of things. And it's just something that I always kind of had. Now, as I got older and things started getting more serious and you have more responsibility, 
that adversity will turn into stress and then it will create more stress and then it compounds and creates different issues for us as it did for me. But I've always been someone, and I'm sure you're like this too, like no one wants to be someone that's that's looked at as they cave in when adversity comes through. No, everybody, I genuinely think, wants to be someone that perseveres through adversity, conquer the adversity, conquer the mountain. And sometimes we get into a sense of, yeah, yeah, it doesn't make any, I, who cares? I'm not going to waste my time on it. But are you really wasting time? Or are you just actually actively working to break down that wall, that adversity? And so I got older. I started wanting to impact more people. And when I look from the outside in, I see how people are dealing with different things, stress, adversity, just all the things that we would say are negative attributes or categories. And my mind says, I want to help people through that. I want to help people get through this. I want to get people in the mindset that they don't have to dwell on things that they have power over. Remember, uh, some of you listeners on the episode called Dwelling on a Negative. And that had more of a political innuendo in it because of elections and this, that, and the other. But we have to be able to conquer some of these things that really keep us down. So when I talk about people like Martin Luther King Jr. and to a lot uh someone else big in the civil rights movement during that time, Malcolm X, and he had his own group of people in his religion that were out to kill him. And ultimately they did. And so diversity of, you know, I have to watch my back because I don't know when people are coming. I don't know when people are coming for my family. I have to protect my family. That adversity. When we look at ourselves and let's just, just think about 2020, right? Would, would that be a right assumption that says 2020 was filled with adversity? However you slice that, dice that for yourself. Whether you looked at politics and said that was adversity. Whether you looked at social issues, that was adversity. If you looked at anything else that you said, this is a mountain that's going to be tough to climb, tough to conquer. And now we've transitioned to a new year. Are you still dealing with that? Are you still, do you still have that mindset? You conquer one thing and here comes another. Now we know that's life. But how 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 do we how do we conquer that? Well, one, we have to acknowledge it that it's there. 
Another thing we have to do is not be afraid of what the outcome will be. Another thing we can do is make sure that if it's a person, place, or thing, that we incorporate that and acknowledge and communicate to whomever that there is an issue and maybe they're part of the issue. And then listen and don't be afraid or get in a passive aggressive state if you hear things that you don't want to hear. Now, some of you might say, well, it really depends on what the adversity is. And that is true because maybe you're having adversity and, hey, I lost my job. It's hard putting food on the table, keeping the lights on, keeping the roof over our heads. I got to, you know, I have kids that I got to take care of. Make sure that they have what they need and money is tight. Those are those are facts. Those are real things that people are dealing with. And to some degree, people have always dealt with that. That didn't just happen just because of the pandemic. But take all that away. Those are real. Those are what they call, what the kids call hashtag facts. So what are you doing to break down that mountain of adversity? Are you doing everything that you can? If you've lost your job, are you still looking for work? Are you reaching out to people that might know people that could help you out? Are you reaching out within your community? Are you actively communicating and talking with people about your struggles, maybe your stress? Because if you keep holding it in, it's going to turn into something else. So you have to communicate. You have to get, you have to talk. You have to be open. You have to be, you have to acknowledge. And these are like traits and tools that a lot of us don't like to do because they're uncomfortable. Last year, I personally had some, some, the last two years really, and I don't get into any details about it, but I had some adversity in my life that was really really bogging me down, really had a clutch on my heart. And I didn't know how, I didn't know. I didn't know what to do or how to get out of it. I didn't know how to break that or climb that mountain or conquer that mountain. And I thought it was a lost cause. And when I really got deep down, just kind of flat and kind of picked myself back up, I realized that there are some things I can't control and there is no reason to try to control them. Sometimes it's letting go and then just letting life take its course and search for the cracks where you can put some dynamite in and start chipping and blowing it away. And a lot of times adversity is not an easy fix. Sometimes it takes time. And in this case, for me, it took about two years. It took about two years of my life of going back and forth, blaming myself, 
blaming other people involved, you know, always making it about me, not listening, not understanding that people have different feelings and, and understand those and acknowledging those feelings. And when I decided to kind of acknowledge all of that and acknowledge the entirety of what was going on, one, it put me in a space where I was able to not stress about what was going on, what was happening and the adversity between that. And I was able to work myself in a way that the adversity is here. I'm going to put it aside and now I'm not going to worry about it. I'm not even going to worry about it. I pushed it so far away that it wasn't adversity anymore. It was just life. And when I did that, I got a peace of mind. And then flash forward, you know, two years later, there were bridges built, so to speak. There was communication that was not there before that is now there. It's not perfect by any means, but it's there. It's better than it was before. And so, you know, I've spoken a lot about getting out of your own way. And sometimes adversity is the same thing. Because we we feel like we're owed something. That's our mess. That's a human mindset. I'm owed something. And sometimes it's just shut up and listen. Sometimes it's the adversity wouldn't be here if you didn't create it. You know what I found out? Like most of the adversity in my life, I've created. I've actually created the thing that is difficult, that's hard, that creates trouble, my own bad luck. I've, I've created it myself. Think about that. Think about that. If you get real 100 with yourself, think about all the adversity that you say you have or claim to have throughout your life. Where is it generated from? Where is it generated from? And if you're real with yourself, you realize that you've created most of it. When I look back, it's like, it's not funny, but it's like, I don't know, I giggle because I'm like, like I spent all this time creating all this stuff and it's it was me. It was me that created it all. <laughs> which is pretty funny. It's like we create the stuff and then we want to blame either some other person or some other entity or whatever because of something we created. Think about that. How many of you in the corporate world, I didn't get the job because X, Y, and Z. And it's really not have anything to do but but you. <laughs> I've done that a lot. But the one thing I do know, and this is the one thing I'll, I'll continue to say on a lot of these podcasts, when we specifically are talking about kind of ourselves, 
And I'm talking about things that either we create or things that come our way is that we have the power to overcome it at the end of the day. At the end of the day, there's nothing that we can't overcome. There is nothing that we can't overcome. There is nothing that we can't overcome. But your mindset has to be right. Your focus has to be narrow. And you, me, we have to be able to look ourselves in the mirror and say, starts with me, starts right here, starts with you, starts with you, mirror, that person that's looking back at me. How are we going to break down these walls? How are we going to break down that adversity that is coming our way in different stages of our life? How do we navigate that? Get flat with yourself. Understand that you are probably creating it. And there are times where you're not, but the majority of the time, it's probably something that you are creating. And be willing to accept that. It's okay. It's okay if you're creating the adversity or if you're creating issues in your life. It's okay as long as you acknowledge it. And then take a stand not to continue to do it again. Be open, be honest, let people work with you in your life. Let them tell you. Be okay that they know that you're creating adversity. A lot of times people that we love, care about, share things with, they know. They know that you're creating it. But they don't know how to tell you you're creating it or they have told you how you created it and you've brushed them off or you've, you know, Verbally backslap them. <laughs> so let people contribute to you, your life. Adversity is not something that cannot be conquered. There, there's nothing that can be conquered. I really wish we can get to a point in society or as human beings where when something pops up and we know it's not right, we know that we have a certain way about ourselves that's going to create something that we just say, you know what? I'm not going to do that today. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to let that influence me. I'm not going to create something that's not there. I'm not going to create something that I'm going to continue to dwell on for the next two, three, four, five, six years. A lot, a lot, we do that a lot. And if you say, no, I don't, then you're probably not true to yourself. And in no ways am I trying to challenge you in terms of you're not good enough or you're not better. What I am challenging you in is that challenging you is that recognize that you are better, greater, and have more impact than you think you do. But it gets whittled down when we put roadblocks in our way that creates adversity. On every podcast that I have, I will always come back to you are powerful, you have purpose, Use your voice 
there's all these different sayings about, you know, how to work through adversity. You know, things like adversity does not build character. It reveals it. Think about that. Adversity doesn't build character. It reveals it. Because once you conquer it, you become something totally powerful on the other side. You see yourself differently. Others see you differently. And it's like, bam, that's a powerful person right there. So think about that. I really want to engage conversation through um, Really Speaks YouTube channel. These podcasts get posted there as soon as they drop on all the other social platforms. What I'm going to start doing is once I once I publish the podcast, I'm going to ask open-ended comments questions, sorry, in the comment section. I want you to engage with me. I want you to engage. That's what this is all about. It's not about me coming here speaking and talking and bringing up things that we're dealing with as human beings, but it's really to have a conversation. So follow me, subscribe, share these podcasts with your friends, families, coworkers. If you feel it's valuable, if you feel that it will bring some value to their lives, because that's what I'm trying to do. I'm not just trying to speak and not be heard. I'm trying to speak and encourage people. That is, at the end of the day, what I'm trying to do. And if you're trying to do that, help me. Subscribe, share, social platforms. Follow me on Facebook at Carlos Ridley Speaks on Instagram and Twitter at Ridley Speaks. Again, all the other social platforms, Google, Spotify, Amazon Music, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Deezer, any other errs or cast or Spotties or any other platforms that have podcasts. That's where you find me. I want to thank you all for listening in. Specifically, any new listeners, thank you. I really appreciate it. That's all the time that I have for this episode. And like a thief in the night, I'm out.